Welcome to Batman is a What? My name is BH. And I'm Ben. Batman is a What? We are two Norwegian nerds, and every other week we try to take a pop culture icon and make them into a D&D character. We have made a list of 100 characters from across different media, and we throw a dice. A D100 dice? To find out which we are going to talk about this week. We have not prepared anything in advance, we'll just take it as we go along. We try to make the character as low level as possible. If you have any suggestions of which character we should talk about, please leave us a suggestion on Facebook, Twitter, send us an email, talk to us in person, and we can add it to the list. So let's see which character we're going to talk about this week. Alright Ben, take it away. 53. 53, that's Sherlock Holmes and John Watson. Elementary, my dear Watson. The master detective. And his uh, sidekick doctor. Yeah, the chronicler. Shall we do both or one of them? I think we should try both of them. Yes, we can try. Do you know that Sherlock, I read that he's the most portrayed character of any time. He's the character who's been portrayed in the most media and most stories. That's probably true. I've read the Sherlock Holmes books. Yeah. And I'm actually currently listening to them on Audible. Not sponsored yet. With Stephen Fry narrating. And I've seen the movies with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Both of them? Yes. Okay, I've just seen the first one of those movies. And I've seen all of the Benedict Cumberbatch BBC TV series. Yeah, I've seen most of them. Not the last... Not the last one. And I've seen the TV series from the 80s. They are really close to the books. I think I read the Neil Gaiman version yes. of one of his stories. And the Mouse Detective. Yes, of course. Disney. Basil Mouse. Yes. Uh, there's a movie about coming out as we're recording this. Yes. Where Will Ferrell plays that's right. Sherlock Holmes. I think that's uh, some something different. Let's see if our character of Sherlock is closer to yeah. Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock than that yeah. one movie. I've not seen the American version, the, the TV series Elementary. I've seen that one, yes. You have? Yes, yeah. I have. Nice. And I've heard there's about to become, or I just made a Japanese version, I think, ah. which is based on Sherlock Holmes. So quite a popular character. And has been for since the beginning, since yes. the first book, And I we guess. know we know basically what we need to keep to have the character pure. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes and Watson are two literary characters that are the base for many other fictional characters. I think perhaps Batman is uh, partly based on Sherlock with his great detective skills. Yes, probably. You also have the three characters from uh, Doctor Who in the 1800s. Madame Vastra and her wife Jenny Flint and the Potato Man Strax, which is obviously a nod to Sherlock Holmes. He pops up everywhere. And I think the stories are written from Watson's perspective as kind of a diary. So Watson is the chronicler. Yeah. So often Watson writes the stories because he tagged along and followed him on his adventures and saw things firsthand. Though parts of the stories are written in a slightly different way, where Holmes retells some of his older stories. Okay. So it's from Holmes' point of view in a way. And in the BBC new series, it's a blog instead of a diary. Yeah. But it's the I same concept. It. So what main characteristics do we need to keep for both Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson? Well, they're both intelligent people, but Sherlock Holmes is in a whole different different realm than most people. 
Yeah, he's kind of an on the autism specter. He's described he... as being cold and distant. He doesn't really form that many attachments to people. Watson is one of the few he cares about. He keeps things very professional. Has no problems telling people the straight and honest truth about what he feels. But he also has no problem lying or deceiving them if that will help the case. So he's a high-functional, atypical person then? Yes. He's extremely intelligent and extremely observant. Extremely observant, yeah. He can notice the shade of mud on your shoes and tell you which path you took through London. Exactly, he's the deductive detective, so he needs to notice some about everything, I think. He created his own profession. The consulting detective where the police, when they get stuck, come to him. Yeah, because Lestrade is always asking him for help. Yes. Or insight into cases. And in the books, Lestrade is one of the few detectives that he has some measure of respect for. He's not really a detective he respects much, but he says that he has a potential of becoming a good detective. He just needs a bit more creativity. But he also has the, the, the backside. He's an addict. Yeah, uh, he uses drugs. Yes, he needs to be stimulated intellectually. Or he falls into a depression. He starts using different drugs to stimulate his yeah. system. He uses cocaine nano-injecting that in the books. He's uh, also a great artist. He can play the fiddle. Yes. Or the violin. The violin. Yeah. Sometimes he plays great music to entertain Watson, and sometimes he just makes one long tune go on <laughs> for hours while he thinks. In the TV series, the TV series, he's quite eccentric as well. Yes. Like he's shooting bullets into the wall in his apartment. Yes, he does that in the books as well. He has some strange methods to get his mind working. And he talks about keeping the mind clean by specifically taking some knowledge into his head and banning all of the knowledge. Like he does not know that the earth goes around the sun. That is not something he knows. When he was told that by Watson, he said that he would do his best to forget it. Because it does not have anything to do with him or his work. No, everything needs to be about the work. He's really dedicated. Dr. Watson, on the other hand, he's also a smart guy, but he's more like a book, bookish smart guy. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's an army doctor from yeah. Afghanistan, which fit really well into Sherlock, a new Afghan war. He also is a caring person. Yes. He cares a great deal about Sherlock. Yes, he goes to great lengths to help Sherlock. And he's a family man. He's a family man. Perhaps not that smart, because in the TV series, spoiler alert, his wife is a spy and he doesn't know it. Ah, I think he's quite smart compared to regular people. But everyone is stupid next to Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Except... Except his brother. Mycroft. Mycroft. The extremely lazy brother. Which uses his intelligence to gain uh, power and money by working for the government. Yes. In the books, he is a computer system, basically, who gets information from all the different branches of the British government and manages to see the whole picture and keeps secrets and can put things together from different sources. So he would be a, a very bad villain if he chose to go against Britain. Yes. Because he knows everything about Britain. Also, Sherlock Holmes and Watson, perhaps, has an arch enemy. Yes, Professor Moriarty. We can't forget about Moriarty. Moriarty isn't really important in the books. Oh, he's, he's more important in the movies and yeah, TV series. He's gained more of a reputation but, afterwards. People but that's because of the, the medium, I think. 
it's important to have a good villain yes. in a story. The books have a villain for each week, you can yeah. say. A villain for each story. And often not really a villain. Like the Hound of Baskerville, which yeah. is a setup more than a villain. But the Moriarty legend has taken uh, a life on its own because it's interesting. Okay, I think we'll just go on to talk about the different uh, sections in the podcast. Race. So the race should uh, Sherlock and Watson be? I think we'll start with Sherlock. The obvious first thought is, of course, human. And then then I think perhaps human variant, so we can specify some part of him. The D&D is usually in a fantasy landscape. We don't have to think that this is in London in the 1800s. No, definitely not. So I have three suggestions other than human. Yes, I have one other than human. So let's hear yours first, and I think it's perhaps... Maybe one of mine? It might be. It's the elf. Yeah. And it's the wood elf, specifically. And the reason for it is, well, because they have the traits that make him good at observing things. Yeah, plus one in wisdom. Yes, they have the keen senses, so they get proficiency in perception. They have plus one in wisdom. I think we can find something fun with the Mask of the Wild as well. Yeah. Because Sherlock Holmes is really, really good at disguises. You don't think about it often. No, because it's not a major plot point in the TV series, I think. In the books, Watson is, in one story, surprised by a man sitting in Sherlock's study. Yeah, that's right. And they talk. And he's and his they have best a conversation. friend. Yeah, they have a conversation. They live together. Back and forth until Sherlock breaks out laughing and takes off parts of his disguise. And Watson, he ejaculates. <laughs> As an old uh, English word, not... Yes, a... they usually use that. So he, he screams out and Sherlock, it's you all along. He's really, really surprised. And Sherlock often manages to dress up as different people and infiltrate places. So maybe the disguise skill we need to see a bit more. We might need some of that. But he's also a tall and quick person. So that also fits with the uh, fleet of foot from Woodolfs. I had Woodolf based on one of the same reasons. The plus one in wisdom. But I also thought about high elf because that's a plus one in intelligence. Yes. So it could work as well. That can work. And we can find something funny with the cantrip. If he doesn't go for a mage class later. I also have a third option which is very strange. Yeah. It's from uh, Volus' uh, guide. One of the monstrous races? One of the monstrous races, and that's the lizard folk. The lizard folk, because yeah. of his scaliness. Yeah, you might think that's because of the Vastra from the Doctor Who, yes. because she's a lizard person. Yeah. But that's not the reasoning. The reasoning is that the lizard persons are described as not so much focus on the emotions, cold and calculating. That fits, but... It does, and it also says something about how their mind works. They have wisdom as well, don't they? Yeah, their uh, ability scores are constitution and wisdom increased. But I can't remember Sherlock Holmes ever having a bite attack. No, all the specific traits of a lizard does not work, but the core of the lizard folk with the alien mind, at their core, lizard folk view other humanoids with an indifferent version on pity. And that kind of works because he knows he's so much more intelligent than most people. So if you tweak it to the intelligence part of it. The other things, lacking any internal emotional reactions, listen folk behave in a distant manner, kind of, it does. It does. But that can be role-played as well. Yeah. I feel like perhaps you should role-play that one. Lizard folk possess an alien and inscrutable mindset. Their desires and thoughts driven by a different set of basic principles than those of warm-blooded creatures. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the core element of Sherlock, because 
He's not driven by emotions like most people. He's driven by logic. He's described as cold and difficult to read. Yeah. And people are often astonished by the way he thinks. Yeah. But there's a lot of thing about uh, Lister Folk that does not work like not mourning people he loves if they die. The yeah. bite, bite attack. Yeah, there perhaps and the scaliness, the this, natural the swimming, armor from them. Yeah. There might be too much. So but... I just wanted to mention it because yes. of the core element of a wizard folk it could work so if you want to play a, a kind of a monstrous var- variant version of sherlock you yeah. could go for lizard folk just yeah, to spice it up it would be fun yeah and it's the breaking the stereotype of the lizard folk but i think elf or variant human yeah you need to decide there i'm thinking it would be good to get the extra feet with a variant human but we need to make him extremely observant. And I, I feel like perhaps the elf can help us more. And the elf has the meditating instead of sleeping. And Sherlock Holmes often doesn't sleep for days. Yeah. He goes on the case and he's so into the case that he just he's on and the case all the time. He just sits in his chair puffing his pipe. Perhaps he has puffed the pipe for four hours. He hasn't really yeah. burned down. He just sits there. And yeah. I also think the other uh, ability score is dexterity, which I also think works very good because he uses his perception to know where to move. Yes. In the Robert Downey Jr. movie, he sees the punches coming before he's hit and he yes. can move away. And in the books, he are actually quite skilled fighter. So, so he has a quick reaction. Yes. Which works for the initiative. He doesn't often fight, but he does fight. And when he fights, he's good. He's a quite skilled boxer. You need the, the classic uh, British boxing yes, style. Yes, yes, yes. With the fists going up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think perhaps we could make him an elf. Yes. So just to make him different from everyone else as well. Yeah. And so, then we need to decide high elf. Yeah. High with elf. elf. Not the elder in. I feel. I'm not quite sure. They're quite similar, uh, yes, the High Elf and the uh, Wood Elf. And we need both Wisdom and Intelligence to be high, so I feel that nulls each other out. So we're left with Fleet of Foot and Mask of the Wild, meaning he's a bit faster and he can hide even if he's not really... If he's yeah. only lightly obscured, that's from the Wood Elf. not sure he does that. That might be the disguise uh, yeah. kind of deception type. I think so. I think he disguises himself perhaps more than yeah. hides himself. But I like that he... A bit faster. I like that yeah. bit. There are many cool cantrips that would help a detective. It is. And the extra language seems logical because he's smart, so yes. perhaps that is Latin. So yeah. it could be a kind of strange D&D language, just to make it fun. He speaks several languages, if I remember correctly. So that's interesting. My buttons on the high elf. Yeah, you and your buttons. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I tend I, to agree, really. It's yeah. only the speed I would like, but... Do you really need the extra five foot, or can you just say he's an athletic person? He doesn't really need the extra five foot to no. be Sherlock Holmes. No, exactly. And he probably would run as fast as Watson because he won't leave him alone or leave him behind. But Watson, what is Watson? If you go for the high elf for Sherlock Holmes, then Watson would be... In my mind, Watson is a normal human. Not even a human variant, just a human. Perhaps would be just a normal human. Kind of plain. It would be fun to have him as a different race, a hobbit or a gnome perhaps, just because it would be fun. But I feel perhaps just a normal human. Did you say Hobbit? I think Halfling. I think Watson actually is a Halfling. It fits? It does. Why? The base descriptions are kind and curious. Yes. Blend into the crowd, exploring opportunities and yes. such. And he gets plus two in dexterity. And he gets the lucky. Perhaps the lucky is that Sherlock helps him. Perhaps. He knows when he's been captured and stuff. Uh, he's brave. 
Yeah, that's true. He is. Advantage on saving throw against being frightened. And if he's a stout halfling, his constitution is one more. Or perhaps Lightfoot. Charisma score is higher, one higher. If you want to make him a bit more special than just a human, I think halfling could work. It could work. Perhaps then a stout halfling. Shall we go for halfling or shall we take the human route? Let's make it interesting and make him a halfling. Yeah, I like the dynamic between the elf yeah. and the halfling detectives. So. Yeah, that's also like in the um, great mouse detective. The basil mouse is uh, quite a tall mouse yes. with his uh, Watson, like a stouter, smaller mouse. Yes. And also in the BBC TV series, Bendy Cumberbatch is a tall, slender yes, person. Yes, he really is. And uh, Martin Freeman is more a normal stature. Yes. Not very tall. Let's make him a halfling. Yeah, a stout halfling. Class. So let's start with uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. I have a few suggestions. I have two, and I think one of them is the same as you're probably going to mention at a point or another. Yeah, it might be. So let's see at the more unobvious. Fighter, Sh- Battlemaster. Mine was also a fighter. Ah. But I'm not quite sure it needs to be a Battlemaster, because it could also be... Uh, champion yes. with improved critical because he knows exactly where to hit yes. to make the most damage. I'm thinking the battle master mostly because at level 7 he gains the know your enemy. Yeah. Where he by observing an enemy he can gain information about them. Yeah, I'm not uh, opposed to the battle master because he then also gets maneuvers which he could yes. have studied. And he's a good fighter. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. That's just the fighting part of Sherlock Holmes and that's not that's just something he needs to do because he's being attacked. Yes. So I don't think we should focus on that part of the character. It's not the most important part of him. No. It could be as a dip in a multi-class perhaps, but I'm also thinking two others more knowledge-based. That's the lore bard. Well, they're seeking knowledge. They know something about most things. They collect bits of knowledge from here and there. I think that's but quite the opposite of what we talked about, how he need, he just yes. gets a lot of information about the things that he needs. But he gains lots of information and then he processes them and finds out what he needs. So he needs to yeah. he needs to have his feelers out and get more information around. But the audience is quite important for bards, I feel. Yeah. yeah, he sort of has an audience through Watson. Yeah, but he's not attached to them. It's by proxy. Yeah, it is. So it's not perhaps that fitting. And you had a cleric knowledge domain to have the gods on your side to gain knowledge. Yeah, which definitely doesn't work for a character like Sherlock, which sees logic in everything. It would be logical in the D&D setting to worship a god of knowledge to gain knowledge. Logic yeah. here and atheism would be quite atheism would be quite illogical in D and D. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, okay. So worshiping a god of knowledge to be able to gain knowledge through divine means, ah, that's quite quite smart for a detective. There is uh, one very obvious class. Yes, and a subclass that's almost like it's made for Sherlock. And I believe it might be yeah. made after Sherlock, and right. it's in the rogue class. As a rogue, you get saving throws in dexterity and intelligence. Yes. Which I think fits uh, quite well. You also get the expertise, so you could be very good at some specific things. Yes. And you get the sneak attack, because he can plan the situation. Yes, so we can see the sneak attack, not as him sneaking up on someone directly, but knowing exactly where to strike. Yeah, when to attack. Yes. And you have the cunning action, which is kind of the same. He knows what to do in this situation. And that's just a basic rogue. You have two rogue archetypes that are interesting in the Sherlock Holmes stories here. Yeah. The inquisitive and the mastermind. Yeah, let's start with the mastermind. Yes. 
I feel the mastermind perhaps is a bit more Moriarty. I agree because there's so much about manipulating other people yes. that having, does not fit. Having the spies and schemers and that sort of thing. But that's really a good Moriarty. But it has the disguise kit and the forgery kit. It also fits with Sherlock Holmes. Mimicking speech patterns and accents of creatures after hearing them for a short amount of time. That would be also fitting for Sherlock Holmes. But I feel this is more the dark Sherlock, the Moriarty. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Mastermind, it sounds like something that would fit, but... Yeah, it, it sounds ac- better. It actually doesn't. But the Inquisitive. Yes, the Inquisitive Rogue is as made for Sherlock. It must be. You excel at rooting out secrets and unraveling mysteries. Yes. At level 3, you choose the Archetype. Yes. And at level 3, you get the Air for Deceit, Eye for Detail, and Insightful Fighting. So the Air of Deceit gives you the ability to see through people's lies. Not automatically, but with a Wisdom Insight check. That makes it quite a lot easier to see through people's lies. And the Eye for Detail, with a bonus action, can make a perception check to find the hidden creatures. Or decipher hidden clues with an intelligence check as a bonus action. Quite observant. And the Insightful Fighting, where you can see the opponent's tactics and develop a counter to them. Yeah, and that's what the, kind of the same thing I talked about as yeah. a fighter. The so, Guy Ritchie, Sherlock Holmes, makes yeah. that quite clear how he analyzes and sees the situation and then acts on it. Yeah, so perhaps you don't need a multi-class and fighter if you choose this one. I don't think so. And, and after a while you gain the steady eye at level 9, advantage on any wisdom or intelligence perception in investigation checks. Yeah. If you move about a bit slower than usual, yeah. half speed. So it should walk slowly through a room looking around and investigate everything. Yeah. Yeah. You don't run through a room investigating. No. But he or, or can or... run through a room investigating and actually see more than most people. And as it goes up in level, it actually still fits Sherlock. Yeah, because at level 13, you get the unerring eye. I'm not quite sure if I... Unerring, yeah. So we cannot make a mistake. Are most of the abilities named after the eyes? Yeah, I think so. The ear and the eye. And at level 17, eye for weakness. You exploit creature's weakness by carefully studying its tactical mode. So that's the insightful fighting boosted up. Yeah, so everything about the Inquisitive is looking at people or creatures or places and gaining information about them and using that to your advantage. Yeah, the observer type. Yes, that is Sherlock. It really is. He is the observer. I think we already know that he will be an inquisitive rogue at at least level 3. Yes, he will. Perhaps he doesn't need to be anything more than level 3. We might put him at a low level and you will be able to level him up for fun yourself. I see no reason why we should It have will him... be because of feats. Yeah, perhaps a level, level 4, four just, to, just get f- to get a feat. Yeah, I agree. Well. So shall we go for level 4 so we could choose a feat later? We can go for level 4. So Sherlock Holmes is a level 4 inquisitive rogue. Yes. Then we need to talk about... The other character, Watson. Dr. Watson. John Watson is perhaps not a rogue. I don't think he's a rogue. No. Well, he's a healer and a fighter in a way. He is. Army medic. So that leaves some classes quite obvious, I think. I have only one suggestion, really. I have three. So let's hear yours first, I think. I'm thinking also low level. Level Um, one, perhaps two. And that would be a life cleric. Yeah, that's one of my three. He gains weapons and weapon use. And he has healing. Uh, He's a doctor. They don't gain many features. No. They gain only one spell. Some spells. Yes, they gain some spells and their healing spells are better. So they get some weapons, they get some armor, shields... And uh, yeah, so have they wisdom and charisma, gaining history, medicine. Gets the bless and cure wounds, which... Yeah, those types of things that will fit 
with a Watson type character. Yeah. But you have two more? Yeah, I do. Uh, let's start with kind of the strange one. That's yeah. a bard. Yeah. College of Valor. Okay. I didn't see Valor, but I, I can see lore perhaps writing down stuff, but yeah. The reason for College of Valor is part of the College of Valor are daring skulls using tales keep alive the memory of the great heroes of the past and thereby inspire a new generation of heroes. Because yeah, he I writes the blogs, one, yeah. he writes the... The stories. The stories. Yes, I see that one. And they get combat inspiration, so he inspires. Yeah, so just because of the blog... Yeah, a bard, uh, bard is also possible. Yeah, I see that one. Yeah. And, and bards that's, can heal. Yeah, they can. Can be healing bard? That's, that's no why problem. I think College of Valor, he's telling the story of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, I like that one. And you have a third one? I do. And uh, that's the f- more kind of the fighter version. It's a paladin. And the paladin oath of devotion. Yeah, I, okay. I see that one as well. The oath of devotion is binds to an ideal instead of a deity like the clerics do. Yeah. So it's justice, virtue and order. I think it kind of works that way. And you can say devoted to Sherlock. Yes, I, I, I get that one. I still feel perhaps the bard or the life cleric will fit better. So he just needs to be level 3 for the bard. And the paladin he could be level 3, but it's not very exciting because you only get protection from evil and good and sanctuary. Yeah, that's right. So perhaps both cleric and the bard, but that makes him uh, the same level as Sherlock. Yes, if he multiclasses with the College of Valor, it would be. Yeah. Or he would have one level of bard and one level of cleric. I think cleric. he needs the three level of bard to get the College of Valor. Yeah, he does. So if, if that's one level cleric, three level bard. The only thing speaking for the bard is really the telling the story of Sherlock. And that's not all that he is. So I think perhaps cleric is more fitting. In a way, but, but the Valor gives him more proficiency with martial weapons, not just simple weapons. So he actually gains more weaponry. And I would think that a army medic should know weaponry. I think he also was quite a, a good soldier. He's, I'm not sure. It, it, it depends it, perhaps on the versions. Yeah, but because he's no longer a soldier because of the injury to his leg, he's limping. I remember him telling the stories about what he did in the war, but I can't remember the stories. Yeah, he has PTSD. Yeah, I know he traveled a lot, but he was in the officer corps, so he didn't see much in the books. He didn't see much real in frontline fighting. You know, the British officers. Yeah. Stereotypes there. <laughs> My so, goodness. Should we go leg. Yes, a lion molded off. That's sort of the style. So I think you could perhaps make him a higher level cleric also, because he has lived a life in the military, he's been around before he meets Sherlock. Yes. But should we just place him as a level one cleric, life domain? That's that's the doctor part of him coming through. But yeah. you can say that's the doctor part and the College of Valor will be the storyteller and warrior part so together perhaps yeah. i feel one level in life cleric let's stick to our plan to make the characters as low level as possible and yeah. we could make him a level one character if you want to level him up i suggest putting the college of valor to get the other part of him yes you can do that. And I don't see what's Nas really inspiring. No. I can't see him inspiring. He's sort of an inspiration for Sherlock, perhaps, because he knows if Sherlock... He likes having Sherlock with him because... Yeah, I think he likes having someone to tell the stories to because he gets ideas. So that can be inspiration by Watson asking questions and by telling the story to, to Watson, telling his theories, telling his thoughts. He gains inspiration yeah, for he, cases he's someone to bounce his ideas off yes even though he's probably not going to listen to the ideas that yeah be. so that's yeah. actually an argument for the bard could also just say level one bard and not give him any more but I, I agree that perhaps 
But if you are to play these two people, it would be nice to have them approximately the same level. Yeah, so should we say he's level 2 then? One level Bard, one level Life Domain Cleric? Then you have the Song of Rest, the Jack of All Trades. Well, he learns a lot from Sherlock. He learns a lot from Sherlock, perhaps. He picks up on things from Sherlock. It could, yeah. be, could be that. I feel that if we go the Bard route, we should go all the way to level 3. Either that or just keep it to level 1. But if we, if, if we make him uh, same level as Sherlock. 4? Level 4. And put in one level of life cleric to... I think he starts as a one level life cleric and multi-class to, to bard, bard and gains three levels in bard. Yeah. yeah. Let's go for that. Then they gain equal level and they can actually be played together. Then we need to choose some spells for Watson. I think perhaps we should have chosen a cantrip for Sherlock as well. And we forgot high to do elf. that. High elf, we need a spell for him as a high elf. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, let's look at the spells for both. Yeah. So Sherlock could choose one uh, cantrip from the wizard's cantrip list? He can. He's not really a magic person, I feel. I agree. That's why I think there's only one cantrip that I like. Yes, I feel there are perhaps a few more that can be can be talked about. Let's talk about those first then. He has the cantrip Friends that yeah. can work what's, in a way. What's the base of that cantrip again? Well, Friends would make him then talk to people and make them his friends. In a way, they would want to tell him things, yeah. so we can get information out of people. They will, he will get an advantage on charisma checks, and he might need advantage on charisma checks. If they're not hostile to him, they can uh, try and persuade them, and they get angry after a while. But that can be the trickery part that he, they feel that he has tricked them into something. So that, that's a possibility. It is. Uh, the other possibility would be the minor illusion. Yeah, I'm it's not... It's more to help with the disguises, really. Using the minor illusion as a way to disguise himself. Perhaps. Make him seem like someone else. Uh, that's not how the minor illusion usually works. So I don't no, it's not. think so. Do you have any other? I know the last you have. And that's the true strike. Which is because he knows his enemies, he knows what will hurt them. Because of his great observation skills. He can choose uh, the person he's going to attack and get advantage. I think True Strike feels right based on his fighting style. But there's something yes, about Friends is. as well. There is. There is, but I feel still that uh, True Strike is more him because it has the exploration knowledge type of. Yeah, it's close, closer to the core of Sherlock. It is. Yeah, so let's go for True Strike for his high elf cantrip. And Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson, he gets a lot of stuff because he's a level 1 cleric. Yes. Life domain. Yes. He already has two spells from that domain always prepared, and that is Bless and Cure Wounds. Yes. He also gains three cantrips and perhaps some more spells that is based on his wisdom modifier that we haven't talked about yet. Well, he gains uh, three cantrips and then yeah, he can, he he can, can prepare for the list. Yeah, so he have the whole list so you can choose as you like yes but we're going to talk about the cantrips yes three cantrips i have found three cantrips from the player's handbook that i think will fit all of them yeah i don't feel anyone in centaur's guide any of the spells there really fit so i'll just start from the bottom just for fun yeah and the first one is then spare the dying yes i agree he's a medic in wartime so he knows what to do to stop bleeding stop people from dying i feel that's a good one the other one is guidance i thought about guidance as well yeah he could point out for sherlock stuff that could make sherlock better and the last one is then resistance which is kind of the same he can point out touch a willing creature to give him resistance uh, in a saving throw so th those are all kind of like a sidekick type sidekick spells yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, so just go for those three from the cleric cantrip. 
Yes, I see no reason why not. Yeah, I don't feel many of the others really fit that well. I agree. And then we're onto the Bard spell list. And since he's a level 3 Bard, he gets 2 cantrips, 4 level 1 spells and 2 level 2 spells. Did you find anything in some of the other books or, or should we stay no. to the player's handbook on no, this one as well? No Sanatra Guide spells I really feel fits. Yeah, so the cantrips, I think perhaps Mending could work. Mending is kind of a... Can work. It's a spell that's not very magical, so it works for a realistic portrait of yes, Watson. it's possible one. He probably knows his way around weapon because he's been in the military, so he could mend stuff like that, yeah. I'm not sure, but... He can sew people together, so perhaps he can mend <laughs> clothing, and instead yeah. of doing it with a needle, he would do it with spells. Yeah, I think he has the base knowledge. Perhaps he knows more than most people about mending stuff, because he have been in mending different people. Situa- situations. Yeah, mending people, mending objects, using yeah. magic, it might fit. And I have friends as the other cantrip. Yes. And I think think maybe it works better for Watson because he makes friends with the people. Yes, he actually Sher- makes Sherlock them. kind of insults everyone. Not directly, perhaps. No, often, no, but, it, but yeah. it's not his intention he's not, because he's not he's not the friendlier of them. No, I agree. The friends will work better. Yeah, the others I don't think works for Watson. No, that's the problem. He so, he doesn't really fit the others. It would perhaps be message. Perhaps. But that's, again, it's hard to justify. Blade Ward. But I, I feel perhaps Friends and Mending is better. Yeah. Then on to the first level spells. And we need to choose four. And I think that's quite a high number. It is really. Uh, but I, I think I have four that might work. I'm thinking some as well. The first one is Charm Person. That will be... Yeah. Yeah. It's in the same vein as Friends. It is. I think he can be quite charming. He well, he has a wife, so yeah, he's <laughs> charming enough for that. Perhaps he used charm person on her. Perhaps. And the next one is healing word, which is another kind of medic spell. Yes, because we need as much medic in him as possible. So the healing words and the uh, cure wounds. But he gets cure wounds from life cleric. Yeah. Exactly. The next one is Heroism. Again, it's the sidekick uh, kind of spell. You have to touch someone to imbue him with bravery. Yeah, make him immune to fear. Yeah, it can fit. And gain some temporary hit points. So that works as the medic kind of also. Yes. And the last one, I think perhaps Identify. Yeah, I thought about that. Identify or Detect Magic perhaps. Yeah. Because while Sherlock is the expert at identifying things and finding yeah. things out, Watson has been around him quite a lot and yeah. he knows stuff on his own. And the identify spell needs time. Yes. And Sherlock Holmes perhaps doesn't need time because he sees it immediately. Immediately. Yes. But Watson will get there eventually. Yes. So I agree the, the identify is fitting. Do you have any other than those four for first level? I was thinking perhaps... The more in the sidekick way, Featherfall. Yeah. I can't really see Watson, Featherfall. I can't see the connection really. No. So let's move on to second level. Yes. So healing, identify, charm person, and heroism. For the second level, we only need to choose two, and that's a good thing, I think. Uh, there's more to choose from here, but I have found two that I think will work. Again, for him as a medic. The first one is calm emotions. You can try to yeah calm people down. Yes, I agree with that one. And the other one is Lesser Restoration. Yes, 
I thought about the zone of truth in the, well, detective work part of him. It might fit better for Sherlock, perhaps. It might fit better for Sherlock, but Sherlock has no way of getting it. No, that's true. So if Watson has it, he will be able to cast the zone of truth, and then Sherlock can ask his questions. Okay, so perhaps Watson has too many spells based on the character, but I think we have managed to choose some of the sidekick spells. Yeah. Just like resistance, guidance, bless, calm emotions, friends, although very many of them are to help someone else. Someone yes, willing, perhaps. So yeah. he's more of the yeah sidekick, helping yeah. Sherlock be Sherlock. So we ended up with calm emotions and lesser restoration. But I'm thinking perhaps I like the Sonal Truth in yeah. the sidekick sort of way. Because the, the lesser restoration I think he needs uh, because that it's a, he needs it's, all the healing spells. Yeah, can. Uh, it's a quite powerful spell. Yeah. But calm it's, emotions perhaps yes to get people people to just chill i think so no, just calm down everybody and talk this out yeah yeah we can go for that a lesser restoration because obvious reasons yeah disease yeah, really so he's a good qualified doctor he can do a lot of healing yeah. he can heal real injuries yeah and disease and disease so i think that's it for the class i think so classes feats sherlock he gets one fit. Dr. Watson will just have to wait. Yeah, I have a couple I just want to mention for Dr. Watson. Actually, just one, I yeah. think. Healer. Healer. Yeah. I don't think we need to go into detail because he can't choose it now anyway. And nope. we already have covered most of those things with spells. And it's an obvious choice for him going yeah. forward. But so let's focus on Sherlock for this section. And there are many for Sherlock. There are many. I have six different that I want to mention. I've sort of trimmed it down to three. I think we can go through a lot of them quite fast. So shall I just start with mine and you can jump in if you have the same? Yes. The first one is alert. Yes, fitting. Which makes him almost impossible to surprise while he's conscious and he gets a plus five to initiative. Yeah, so he acts fast. Yeah. The next one is Dungeon Delver. That sounds quite strange, but it does, uh, it's, really? it's just a name for the D&D. But it makes him able to detect traps quite fast. Advantage on saving throws to avoid or resist traps when yeah, he first meets them. Makes you gain advantage to detect secret doors. Yeah, and you can search while traveling at a normal pace. Yeah, I think it fits with the, the description of Sherlock as we have portrayed him so far. Yeah, and not really one I would have thought about. No, I didn't think about it. Exactly. Yeah, because it's the name is the does name, not really uh, provoke something from Sherlock. No, it doesn't seem Sherlocky. But yeah, the next one I have is Keen Mind. Yes, I have that as well. Yeah, that's really, that, that, that's one that jumps out of you. It makes him uh, more intelligent. He always uh, knows how many hours are left of the day and yeah. such. And he can accurately recall anything you have seen or heard within the past month. And that's the one. Yeah, I feel that's knowing the way it's north, knowing the time, that that doesn't matter. No. Knowing accurately everything you've seen or heard in the last month. His cases doesn't last that long. No, but he can so, use information he has gathered before, things he has seen Yeah, that's before. what I mean. That this is more case-by-case basis, so he knows everything about the case. He remembers everything that's been said and happens in the case. Yeah. and can use that information. And he has, uh, in his study, he has a library of information, paper clippings and stuff like that, that he usually uses to quickly gain information. And that can also fit in with the keen mind, reading a lot of things that fits the case and then remembering it later. Yeah. So I like the keen mind quite a lot. 
The next one I have is linguist. You get more in intelligence and you know more languages. Yes, in reading in code. And he is quite smart, so... And the next is observant. Yes, that's also one that jumped out to me. Yeah. Then you can choose to boost your intelligence or your wisdom. And you get the plus five to passive perception and, and passive investigation. I can't remember if he can lit breed. I think some of the... It wouldn't be strange if he could. I think Watson in Elemental can lip read. I feel she might have been taught by Sherlock. I can't remember if he can lip read in the books. But that seems like a skill that he have learned because he can use it. And I don't think you have the last one I have. Or perhaps you do. That's the Sentinel. No, I don't have the Sentinel. And that's the fighting style kind of feat. You have master techniques to take advantage of every drop in any enemy's guard, gaining the following benefits. When you hit creature with an opportunity attack, which I feel like Sherlock would do, the creature be- speeds become zero for the rest of the turn. Creatures provoke opportunity attacks from you even if they take the disengage action before leaving your reach. Yes. So he gets to do a opportunity attack more often. When a creature within five feet of you makes an attack against a target other than you, for example Watson, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against the attacking creature. That's uh, one of the feats I've rarely looked at, but I think it fits quite well for Sherlock. I have one that you didn't mention, and that's the actor to gain mimicry and dramatics. It's a charisma-based one, but yeah. it gives him the ability to mimic the speech of other people. Based on the disguise. The disguise the But I feel like both the observant and the keen mind are both more Sherlock. I think perhaps we should choose the observant just so we can boost his wisdom. Because he already has a boost in intelligence since he's a high elf. Yes, he gets that. And the observant will have lip reading, which could be fun. And yeah. the passive perception, and passive, passive intelligence. Investigation, yeah. Yes. I like the keen mind, but I would I take that too. at level 8. So you start with observant, then keen mind. And if you play him even higher, yeah, I think sentinel would be fun. If you're having martial types of missions, perhaps. Yeah. If not, the Dungeon Delver is really good. I would perhaps take the Dungeon Delver. For a more uh, exploration kind of quest, yes. the Dungeon Delver fits better than the Sentinel. It does. So, But for a fighting quest, Sentinel would be more Yeah, fighting. I so. feel like Sherlock Holmes walking into a trap is really... That's not Sherlock. He would see the trap. So Observant is the feat we chose Yes. for Sherlock. Ability score. Let's start with Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Is he a strong person? That's or... interesting, because you don't think of Sherlock Holmes as strong. You no, don't I see think... him often as strong. He's often drawn as an older man, thin, more in the Benedict Cumberbatch type of... Yeah, and I think he uses his strategic in the combat to make his punches really count. So he doesn't need to be strong because he uses techniques to get the most power. The Robert Downey Jr. movies, there he seems quite a lot stronger. There are a lot of focus on the boxing. And in the books, he is described as a really strong man. Hmm. It doesn't really often come up, but there's one part where a man is described as being so strong and so big that he intimidates everyone in the room just by being there. And he's, he's a man that gets angry quite a lot, and he's one of the suspects. So he picks up one of the fireplace pokers, that's iron poker, and bends it and throws it on the ground. The strong man. The strong man, yes. But Sherlock talks to him, then picks calmly up the poker and bends it back. 
I think that he does that because he knows the weakness of the poker. He Not... knows the weakness of metal? Yeah, because it's already been bent, so he knows where to put his strength. So I don't, I don't think... It will get work hard. It yeah. will get he, he will be strong, but I yeah. don't think he needs to be overpowering strong. Yeah, because that's one of the things we need to think about is everyone knows Sherlock Holmes is smart and observant. Being strong isn't something he needs to be. No. It's Even though he's described as strong, I feel we don't need to focus on that part. So if you say like 12 or 13... Yeah, I'm thinking 13 perhaps to get the That's... strength, but not really focusing on it. So he's stronger than most. Yeah, we acknowledge the strength, but we don't. And he's a prize-fighting boxer, amateur boxer. Won't but again, carry... I think the technique and I such... think technique is more there, but still, it needs to be acknowledged. I think 12, and then we can boost the dexterity a bit more instead. Yeah, perhaps. The dexterity, he already gets a plus 2 because he's a high elf. Uh, yes, so he already gets plus 2. And he is, as I said, a boxer, and he's a sword. So he's quite dexterous. And he can fight with a stick. So he's a melee fighter with finesse weapons. Yes, really. He's a finesse fighter. Again, I don't feel perhaps it's... What do you think about about Sherlock Holmes being... But I think it needs to be 14. I think it needs to be. And he plays the violin that's also a bit dexterity-based. Yes, it's all the finesse things. Yes, the small fiddly things. A 14 would give him a plus 2. I feel that's good enough for Sherlock Holmes. I agree. His constitution then, perhaps... This is not a very high ability because he drugs himself so he can handle it, but he also seems to be unconscious because of all the drugs he takes, so he can't handle it exceptionally well. Yeah, I'm... He can take a punch, but not too much. So, well, again, he, he stands quite a long time in the ring as a boxer. Yeah. He might not be hit that much. So I, I think we just put a 10. Yeah. I don't feel it's important for, for Sherlock Holmes, really. No, that's the thing. You might want to push it up to 12 if you talk to your DM, perhaps. Or just throw the dice and it makes him a 12. That seems fair. But we're going to make him 10. Perhaps yeah. 11, just to make him a bit since he's a boxer. Yeah, put him a bit above average. Yeah. But the next one, that's the big one. The one, one of the big one. Intelligence. Yeah, he's smart. He's really smart. Smarter than most people. He knows a lot of things. Could be described as one of the most intelligent people in the world. He gets a plus one from the high elf here as well. Yeah, he does. But he's also quite perceptive, so he needs to be a high intelligence and wisdom. Yes, but the intelligence bit, he has knowledge in many fields, and he knows a lot. And he's smart. He can deduct and put uh, clues together. And he remembers. And he remembers quite a lot. So I feel he should need to have... 16, 17? I feel we should try and almost max it out. Really? Yeah. It's difficult to find. Yeah, okay. He's the archetypical if intelligent it, man. If you think of all the other characters we have been talking about and that we could be talking about from our list, yeah. perhaps Sherlock Holmes is one of the smartest on that list. Yeah, Dr. Gregory House. He's the smartest and most obnoxious person in the hospital. Yeah, and he's based on Sherlock. He's based on Sherlock. Yeah. The elementary, he's smart in all adaptions. He's the smartest person most people have ever met. Perhaps except his brother. Yes, but most people don't meet him because he doesn't meet people. Exactly. So there's one person perhaps that are smarter than Sherlock. So shall we say 19? Just to make his brother a possible <laughs> character to be smarter? His brother might be... Or he might be about 20. Yeah, I think we might put him at the top. Will we get another character known for his intelligence at this level? At level 4? Perhaps not. Yeah, but you're right. It's level 4, but still... I think 19, that's a plus 4. You could boost him instead of choosing another feat at level 8, make him 20. Yes, you can, but still, I feel Sherlock Holmes is the smartest guy anyone will ever meet. Because he's also the most observant guy, so if we are true to the character, yeah, sure. we Let's... might need a 20. 
Let's give him a 20. I think it's a bit much, but he is a really, really smart guy. He is. I, I just think about the, the thing you said about he not knowing. Yeah, you have a point there. He doesn't know everything about everything. He's selective knowledge. Yeah, that's why I think Yeah, perhaps 19, 19 for that. Yeah. That part. Yeah, just because some parts he's totally ignorant about. Yeah, he's totally ignorant about quite a lot of things as well. To get that uh, across, I think we could set him at 19. Yeah, I agree. So, 19. Yes, yeah. then. That's also a high one. That's a high one. Because he observes and he sees things. A lot of it is based on intelligence. It is. It's the combination. It's the combination. He has noticing and deducting because the investigation skill is based on intelligence, but the perception is based on wisdom. Yes, and it's the duality there. Yeah, he needs to see things and then think about it. So he see. Oh, there's some ash on the floor, and he has studied how the ash of every single cigarette brand looks and smells and feels. Uh-huh. He needs to have a high wisdom to be able to spot all the things because he. Yeah, and he spots things while he's talking to people. Yeah. Yes, well. and he, he is checking with Watson. What do you ha- what have you seen here? He has seen some things, and Sherlock has seen everything. He can walk into a room and tell you everything about you. You can walk across the street and look yeah. down and say, "Ah, there's a retired naval officer." Yeah, like how do you know? In the first, a, yeah, it's a quartermaster or something. In the first episode of the BBC Sherlock with Cumberbatch and yes. Freeman, when they first meet, it seems like Sherlock is focused on everything else. Yes, and then it describes. Watson and is spot on and then he describes why he knows these things yes. based on observations. And there he looks at the phone and tells him something about his brother. In yeah. the books he does the same with, yeah. a, with a watch I believe it was. So I think perhaps wisdom is as high as intelligence. I think we might do the same there. I'm more, more willing to put a 20. Ha- yeah actually I am. Yeah, will but, we get another okay. character more observant? Yeah we already had Legolas. I think we put him at 20. Then we must put him at 20, I feel. Yeah. I think I think we will have difficulty finding someone more observant. Yeah, that's kind of what everybody knows about Sherlock. Yes, the He's... only way to be more observant would be to be a divine being, yeah. in a way. Omniscient. Yeah, let's put a 20, 20 on that. And he gets a plus one because of the feet we chose. So yes, he does. Last one, charisma. Yeah, and uh, charisma has to do with talking to people, understanding people. I think it's quite good at the, the insight yeah, and that's not charisma. That's the great part. That's wisdom. Insight is yeah. wisdom. And that's great because then he can be, well, he He's can read people without really managing to connecting with them on the yeah. he person. can see He can see the clinical. Is yeah. he lying? Is he not lying? The only thing is understanding. Decep- yeah, deception is charisma. And he's good at deceiving people. Perhaps we should focus on deception as a skill if we can boost but it as a skill in sex. Performance is charisma. Yeah. He's good with the violin. Yes. Or is it the viola or something? But he is good with that. Perhaps good at persuading people as well. And intimidation, perhaps that much. He's not that bad. No. Really. He's, he really doesn't but have we any all know his, We all know that he's not really... He's not good with people. But the skills... And I think, I think the portrayal of Sherlock Holmes is through the eyes of Watson. And Watson adores him. So Yeah, he might be portrayed in a better light. Yeah, I think so. I think and he's I think, more clinical than he... Yeah, I think Sherlock Holmes criticizes him a bit for that, being yeah. a bit too heroic and focusing a bit more on the personal yeah. things and not just the information, the, the stats. Exactly. So perhaps but, we should put him lower than average there. He needs to have yeah. something with a negative. Yeah, he does. I don't want to, but perhaps... Yeah. Eight? It feels too low. Yeah, it feels too low. It, I think it should be ten. 
but yeah. ten. Yeah, he's quite the perfect character. Yeah, but Sherlock, he's he's a literary figure. He's he's, he's a literary figure, and he he doesn't have very many weaknesses. No, his weaknesses are the role playing. You need to role play him. You need to act like Sherlock. Yeah. And take the mannerisms and take the personality traits and take the yeah. brashness. I think we should set him at a 10 just to get the skills right. So he's yes. not at a minus in performance and such. Yes. Okay. And he has saving throws in dexterity and intelligence. Yes. So that works well. All right. So 10 then for charisma. 10 for charisma. Mr. Watson then. He might not be as uh, all rounder as uh, Sherlock with not that high stats, I think. No. I think he's not as strong as Sherlock. No. Because he's not a boxer and he's an officer, as we mentioned. So uh, he probably uses some kind of firearm. Yes, he uses pistols, usually. Yeah. So Service in, pistols. In the D&D universe, it would be a crossbow. crossbow yes. Probably. I feel just a 10 in strength, just to yeah. put him at normal. I agree. And the dexterity is a bit higher. Yeah. Because he actually can fire weapons and are trained in use but. of them. He does have a limp. He does have a limp, but it goes away. Does it's it? Not, yeah, I seem to remember. At least in the Sherlock uh, TV series. I think it's... Psychosomatic. It's, it's, it's not really... Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, it's part, really, of, part of his PTSD. Yeah, it's not really a physical thing. Yeah. But I think that could be a reason to lower his dexterity a bit. Yeah, 12 perhaps. Yeah. Constitution. He takes care of himself. He knows how to take care of the body. Yeah. 13 then, just to boost him in something. Yeah. Still just a plus one. But I can't really remember or think anything about his constitution as he's, a, he's British. The stiff upper lip. Yeah. He manages to just muddle through it because he just can't be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he goes through a lot. I think he gets kidnapped. At least, yeah. Perhaps his mental constitution is uh, quite high and constitution is sometimes mental as well. Yeah. He doesn't do much work in the books. He just sort of is a storyteller. But we can take well, a... 12 or 13. I think in perhaps a 12. We can't yeah. really find anything that I pops agree. out. Intelligence is smart, but not that smart. He's not a 19 or 20 smart. No, he's not a 19 or 20 but smart. But he's a doctor. He's a doctor, and but he's a doctor in Victorian England doctor. Not in the TV series. No, there's so, a doctor. So he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Whenever. So he's, I think he's a quite a good doctor. So 16? Yeah, that's high enough. Perhaps 15 is enough. 15? Can do 15. That's 16 a... to get him to a plus 3. But does he need it? Intelligence. Okay, 16. And he's learned quite a lot from Sherlock. Yeah. In the elementary TV series. If you want him to he, meet... She can if you have want her to, praxis. If you want to play him as meeting Sherlock for the first time, as two different characters in a D&D campaign, yeah. I think you should set it at 15, so he could boost it to 16 when he gets to know and learn from Sherlock. Perhaps that's the but way we to can, do. we can set him at 16. 16 now. Say they've been together for a while. The wisdom, he's often been asked in the books by Sherlock. He says that you have studied my methods, so yeah, exactly. what do you see? What do the, you know? The same. His deductive skills is learned yes. from Sherlock. So he's not nearly as good. No, but, but he's perhaps better than normal person. Yes. And he learns, and he has learned some techniques, so he perhaps he's on par with most of the police uh, officers at the time but yeah, he's not perhaps but not the top not not the Lestrade top. and not, not, not no. those people another 12 I'm thinking perhaps a 13 sure Charisma Just is perhaps the only one he can beat Sherlock really but we made him a halfling we did so he gets a plus in something as well constitution and dexterity yes. yes that's why I think 13 in constitution so because he gets on from being a halfling 13 in constitution because halfling yeah yeah okay that works I think Perhaps he's better with the interaction with people than uh, Sherlock Holmes is. Yes, that's certain. He really is. 
So well, I don't think he's exceptional. No, he's not. But he has a, a good bedside manner uh, yeah. as a doctor. But I, I agree, he's not exceptional in any way. But he's a bard and he's a cleric. A, he's a bard and a cleric. And the bard uses charisma as a spell modifier. Yes, and the, the cleric, cleric uses, uses wisdom. Wisdom doesn't mean he's a good bard or a cleric, but yeah. No. But yeah, but the charisma he manages to gain quite a large blog following, and he manages to publish many of his works. So that's perhaps the performance part. And you must say that if there wasn't for Watson's well performance in writing Sherlock Holmes, no one would know about him, and he's yeah. one of the most well-known figures. And we all, we are all, everything we have learned about Sherlock is through his writing. Yeah. So he is the one that has managed to paint this picture of Sherlock and make this image. And it would not be unlikely for him to write himself down to yeah, heighten right. Sherlock. He might write himself to be more surprised, lesser. Perhaps the stats we have given him is a bit low because that's what he would write himself yeah. as. But that's the point, isn't it? To try yes. to reflect the character as we know him. Yes, so it's the character we know, but it's told through the character think, who's also fictional. I'm thinking 14 or 15 for the yeah, charisma. Perhaps you should, should go so high as 15 just to say that he's quite an exceptional writer and something he can beat Sherlock really good And in. now neither Sherlock nor Watson has a dump stat. 10 is the lowest. Yes. But why not? Why not? We cheat. We can use <laughs> our way of doing it. We... We don't yeah. need the dump stats. Uh, what's the modifier for the wisdom now? The wisdom is plus one. Plus one. That means at the level one cleric, as he is now, he gets to prepare two spells. Okay. Plus bless and cure wounds. I see. But you can choose yeah. from the list, so that we don't. We are not going to go into which, which spells, spells he is prepared. But healing the... spells would be yeah. wise. At your own discretion, but focus on the healing part. Yeah, we would use that. Okay. Alignment. I think we start with Dr. Watson here. To make it easier. And I think he's neutral good. Do the best to help others according to their needs. That sounds like a doctor. And he also is a sidekick who helps Watson. Yes, I agree. It fits. Yeah. But Sherlock, he's quite a special kind of person. He's more complex. He fights crime. So I, I don't think he's evil. No. But he, he could be chaotic neutral, neutral, lawful neutral, he can chaotic be good. There because he's, he, he fights crime in a way. He's not the law. He, he has, he's not a police officer. And he often... Also not lawful neutral, I think. He's, he's either chaotic good, neutral, or chaotic neutral. I yeah, think. he helps people. But often he takes the cases that he finds interesting. Because the case is interesting. So it's the yeah. academic part of so it. So little regard for what others expect. But he also does do quite a lot because of it. He, he talks about things being right. Yeah. But his right isn't always other people's right. He has let criminals go because he didn't think there was a chance that they would do it again. Yeah. Because the opportunity for doing it again wasn't there. So people were, I'm, they're ruined. Their life has lost most of the meaning. He feels they're punished enough already. So yeah. he lets them go. So he stays clear of moral questions and don't take sides. Uh, doing doing what's, doing what seems best at the time. That sounds quite like the description. And that's typical for lizard folk, which I mentioned yes. early in this episode. That's in the neutral category. The chaotic neutral is creatures follow their whims, holding their personal freedom above else. Well, he is quite egocentric. He, he is. Many people think that John Watson is sort of his moral compass. Yeah. What's right and wrong. I think that's a bit wrong, but... I'd like to put him at neutral, I think. Yes, he's at the neutral part. 
Yeah, I agree with neutral. I'm not sure if it's true neutral. Ketuk neutral then? Because he's not lawful neutral. No, that's the thing. I think perhaps he is towards chaotic neutral. Yeah, following their whims, choosing what he wants to choose, following their personal freedom above all else, self-preservation. Yeah, in a way. I think we could choose chaotic neutral, but not be... But he has an honor code in a way. Yeah, he do. It's my client. Then it's more the lawful neutral then. Yeah. Acting accordance with law tradition because or personal he ha- codes. I, I, he's talking in one case that well he didn't go to the police within all the information because then his client would get in trouble his client had broken the law but well he wasn't hired by the police he said i was hired by the client yeah. so he worked for the client and did the client's bidding and the, the, what's what's best for the client i don't know where that gets him perhaps true neutral is more he's wavering between neutral so why not just choose neutral he's in between the two parts yeah. so but there's there's not really wrong to choose chaotic good lawful neutral or chaotic neutral instead no but i feel he's on the neutral yeah. part we're going for neutral background okay so let's start with sherlock so I have just a couple of suggestions for which background Sherlock has. We don't really know much about his background. So that made me think of Hermit as one. Well, just because where do we come from? Where have we learned everything? It seems like he's been keeping to himself studying. But I don't want to go into detail because I don't think that's the perfect. I think Sage fits better. Sage fits better. It does. I don't know much about his background. I remember him talking about starting up his operation. And he did that at you university studying at the university that's the earliest i can remember from his background in university and he was seen there as quite strange studying many different subjects going into different classes and really gaining much knowledge that he thought he would use in his pursuit as a detective so should we just go for sage i think we should go for sage i just want to mention one because or two it it fits a bit but not good enough it's the charlatan mostly to get the disguise kit and disguise opportunities but the personality traits are totally wrong. I don't think we can choose that just to get the disguise kit. No. But I, I agree, he should have a disguise kit. He might, we might find some way. And the other one is from the Sword Coast Adventures Guide, which have a variant there, the Investigator, who are responsible for solving crimes after the fact, as it says. It's a variant of the City Watch. It will give him the investigation proficiency. I think he already has that from something else. And some experience enforcing the law, dealing with lawbreakers, finding local outposts of the watch and criminals and knowing layout of well the law yeah. and the criminals. I think his his background is not investigator. I think that's something he has become that's, because yeah. of it's what he works towards getting to be so when think he meets Watson he sort of is an investigator already, but he hasn't I think his background should be sage. I agree. Yeah. He should be sage background. And as a sage you get he gets proficiency in arcana and history. So he's book yeah. smart. Yep. Uh, and he gets two languages. Yes. Let's see the personality traits and here I think there's too many perhaps to choose from which could fit yes I use polysyllic words that convey the impressions of great irreditation or something yeah polysyllabic <laughs> words but I don't think he it's put there sort of to impress people I don't yeah. think he cares if he impresses them or not no patiently explaining everything and everything to others I'm he, used to doing that he's not patient but he does explain everything in great detail yes he does 
And this, there's this, nothing more I like more than a good mystery. That it's one fits. his life, yeah. basically. And he chooses the good mysteries. Yes. I'm willing to listen to every side of an argument before I make my own judgment fits. Good fit. He doesn't judge anyone before they have had the chance. We might judge them, but yeah. he needs to listen to them anyway. I speak slowly when talking to idiots. Yeah, he speaks quickly, I, I feel. Yeah, <laughs> so that doesn't fit. I am horribly, horribly awkward in social situations. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one horrible too many, I think, but could fit. I feel that perhaps, at least, liking a good mystery is important. Yeah. And helping those who aren't the smartest me and explaining everything is very Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, those two personality traits. Yeah. For ideal, I think it's just one, and that's the logic. Emotions must not cloud our logical thinking. Yes. I think so, because the knowledge-based things there are more path to power. And he's not interested in power. No, you're not interested in self-improvement either. You just want to... Yeah, not really. Self-improvement in... Yeah, that's not his goal. He does no. it by being getting smarter and reading a lot, but that's... So I think the logic it. is the right one. For the bond, it's a bit more difficult to find something that fits him perfectly. It might be that protecting his students, doing my duty to protect my students, are Watson, protecting yeah. Watson, but I don't really I feel it. Perhaps my life's work is a series of tombs related to a specific field of lore, yeah. as in the scribblings well, of Watson. Yeah, in a way it is. Yeah, And he has scribbled quite a lot himself, but it's in the bookshelves. And he, in the books, he often talks about papers he has published in scientific magazines, which is sort of things like uh, differences on cigar ash and how to spot and, and all of his life's flames. work is it's the paperwork afterwards. Yes, it's the knowledge that is important to him. He liked that. Yeah. So that could be the one. Yeah, I think that is the one. And then he needs a flaw. He has quite a lot of flaws yeah, in a way, but... Some of these is the quite opposite of Yeah, it Sherlock. doesn't really fit. Can't keep a secret. He's quite good at keeping secrets. I think perhaps I speak without really thinking through my words, invariably insulting others. Yes. Because yeah. he doesn't mean to insult others, but he does because he just speaks his mind. Yeah, I agree, really. It could be that when people scream and run when they see a demon, he takes notes, but yeah. he, he's more sensible than that. He would not scream, but he would run away. Yeah. I think that flow seems more like a positive yeah. for him. And he would just notice everything anyway and then yeah. take notes when he gets back home. So yeah. yeah, I agree with you. So over to um, Mr. Watson. Mr. Watson. Dr. Watson. Soldier background? Yeah, but before we go into soldier, because I think that's the logical one, Yeah, I want to mention Sage for him as well. Yes. Because he's a doctor. But I think soldier is the more correct one. Yes, I feel so. Because that's, that is his background. It is. And then he gets skill proficiency in athletics and intimidation. Athletics is good. Intimidation, perhaps not that important. But he has a military rank. He's an officer of some sort. So I think for the personality traits, I'm always polite and respectful. Works. And I'm haunted by memories of war. I can't get the images of violence out of my mind. At least as is portrayed by uh, Martin Freeman, he has PTSD. Uh, and that's uh, a plot point sometimes. And he's slow to make new friends. He doesn't have many friends. It's basically Sherlock Holmes. I feel perhaps the first to our better fitting. Yeah. His ideals. Ideals aren't worth killing over or going to war for. Yeah. Our lot is to lay down our lives in defense of others. I think it has to be that one. Yeah. The greater good. It's not the best one, but... No, but he it's... would sacrifice himself for Sherlock and the one other ones he loves, his wife and so on. Yes, he would. Yeah. So it's the best fitting one. The bond? Yeah, that's sort of the same one. Yeah, I would still lay down my life for the people I served with. Uh, perhaps not. Those who fight beside me are those worth dying for. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, I fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. I don't think he does that because he's not a... No, but it's sort of the cases 
yeah. takes the cases for people who cannot solve them in- themselves. So. But he doesn't. No. And that's not his background either. No, but it's no. That's 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 a point. Yeah, I think those who fight beside me are those worth fi- dying for because that's both his background as a soldier and something that's valuable to him still. And the floor monsters and middle face in the battle still leaves me quivering with fear. Yeah, I think that's the best one. Yeah, I think so. Not really that fitting, but it's the best fit. Yeah. So Sherlock is a sage and Watson is a soldier. Yes. Skill proficiency. Let's talk about Sherlock's skills. What can Sherlock do? Here we have sort of a gift, because Watson made a list of what Sherlock can do and what he can't do. Let's go through that list. He made it in the in the beginning of their friendship, so after a while the stories changed and he learned that he it became more nuanced. But he says that his knowledge of literature is nil, and his knowledge of philosophy is nil, and knowledge of astronomy is nothing. His knowledge of politics are feeble, though it, it comes up later that he knows quite a lot yeah, in certain parts. Not his main interest. No, he doesn't talk about current politics, but he follows it a bit. Knowledge of botany is variable. He knows quite well belladonna, opium and poisons, and knows nothing of practical gardening. Knowledge of geology is practical, but limited. He can tell at a glance different soils from each other. After walks, he has shown me splashes upon his trousers and told me by their color and consistency what part of London he has received them. His knowledge of chemistry is profound. His knowledge of anatomy is accurate, but unsystematic. His knowledge of sensational literature is immense. He appears to know every detail of every single horror perpetrated in this country. He plays the violin well. He's an expert single stick player, boxer and swordsman, and has a good practical knowledge of British law. That's what he claims. Yeah. I believe it's three weeks in or something like yeah. that. But that's a good base. That's a good us. base to discuss. He has perception from Half, he has Arcana, and he has history from the Sage. So what we need are really four from the rogue and the expertise. So let's start with the four. They are acrobatics, athletics, deception, insight, intimidation, investigation, perception, performance, persuasion, sleight of hand, and stealth. That's a lot. I think I heard deception, and that's the one we have been talking about. You heard deception, uh, and it needs a boost in deception. Yeah. And you heard also investigation. Those are two or four? Yes. Uh, how about insight? How about insight, yes. Put, Reading people. Put, put one in insight if that's one we could choose. Yes, and perception he already has. Yeah. So we don't need perception. Then we're left with acrobatics. Athletics, intimidation, performance, persuasion, sleight of hand, and stealth. I think either performance, yes. the violin, or athletics, uh, perhaps, because of his fighting. Yeah, I think either athletics or stealth. I don't, I don't think of Sherlock Holmes as a stealth character. I no, don't think he needs to be he stealthy. If he uses deception, perhaps, instead. Yeah. And his stealth is already plus two, so... So I think... Athletics? Yeah, let's go for athletics because of his boxing background. Against two expertises, and I feel that... Uh, perception investigation. Investigation and perception are perhaps the one. Yeah. That means that his uh, perception is now uh, plus nine, and investigation is plus eight. Right. Arcana would then be plus six, uh, athletics is plus three, deception is two, history is six, insight seven, and he gets the thieves' tools at a plus four. His thieves' tools could be like a lockpick set or something. Yeah. That seems like a thing an investigator could have. And to fit with the list, the anatomy part, he has a plus five in medicine, even yeah. though we haven't put anything in it, so that fits. He's not proficient, but he knows a lot about yeah. it. And the knowledge in geology and knowledge in poisons and all that is perhaps nature, and he has a plus four. His worst stats are now intimidation, performance, and persuasion. And it might be okay with the performance being a zero, because yeah, he, you said he performs... 
he's good, he said from the list uh, that uh, Watson is and good at the violin, not great or exceptional. And he doesn't perform for people. No, he does not. He just uses it to think. He just. Yeah. Then let's uh, move on to Dr. Watson. He has the athletics and intimidation from the soldier. From the cleric, he can choose between two of history, insight, medicine, persuasion, and religion. Uh, mm. The multi-class bard means he can choose one skill. And expertise, he gains two skill proficiencies. So let's just start with medicine as the one of the it cleric ones. One and then we are stuck with, uh, well, history, insight, persuasion, religion. Either persuasion or religion. Yeah. Perhaps persuasion. Obviously persuasion. Persuasion, perhaps insight, but persuasion, yeah. perhaps more persuading. Can't think of him as religious. He, he might, he might use his officer background as a persuasive tool to get access to gain respect. Yeah, I think persuasion is more, more him. And then we have one from uh, Bard that we can choose at random. One free from Bard. What does he need to have? Survival, perhaps. Survival from the walkabouts in India and Afghanistan. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, perhaps it is the survival that's most fitting. Yeah. And he gains then two skill proficiencies from the expertise Bard as well. So then we could choose the perception as one of them. Could choose insight perhaps. He can read people. Uh, But he does not realize that his wife is a spy. Yeah, but that's in one of the... Yeah, yeah. She is not a spy in any other story I've seen. But yeah. It could be history that he's kind of book smart. Could be. So you want insight? And he has a plus four in history, I think. Already, yeah, okay. So. so insight then. So that means that he will get an athletics at plus two, insight at plus three, intimidation at plus four, medicine is quite low, plus three. Yeah, but he's proficient. So yeah. he knows what he's doing. And he has magic. And his perception is plus three, and his persuasion is plus four, and survival is plus three. He has quite a lot of skill. Yeah, but he's not as highly skilled at those things that uh, Sherlock is, so that fits. And his spell modifier from Wisdom is plus one. Plus one from Wisdom. And uh, plus two from Charisma. So that seems good, I think. Yeah. Summary. So what have we found out about uh, the detective couple, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson? We gave them now a leather armor just because the leather coat for Sherlock might fit. And they, they know that they're going out in danger, so they would put on some... They would put on something. And studded leather to Watson. Perhaps something he still has from the military time. And Sherlock has an HP of 23. Quite low for a level 4. Yeah, with a 13 armor class. And Watson is higher with his uh, 27 HP and 13 armor class yeah. as well. Well, think think that uh, Sherlock would try to avoid being hit and that Watson can use all of his spells to boost Sherlock. And fix the problems afterwards if they survive. Sherlock is a high elf and uh, Watson is a halfling. So it would be fun seeing them walk down the street together. Yeah. And it means that from the high elf, Sherlock will get one extra language. Yeah. And from the sage... Two extra languages. So Sherlock can speak common, elvish, and then you must just choose three languages. Yeah, so five languages total. Yes. That's a, that's a lot. And you can use the thieves' tools. Yeah. Perhaps you could talk to your DM about putting a disguise kit in there as well. Yeah, perhaps you can swap out thieves' tools with disguise kit or... Or just buy make, one. Make some sort of deal. The really interesting part about Sherlock, of course, would be his passive perception. Yeah. Would you care to have a guess? I can yeah. tell you well, what Watson's passive perception is as a guide. That's 13. 13. Yes, yeah. with a 13 in wisdom. Right. Watson is a 
Cleric, cleric bard. bard, yes. And and he has a perception skill. Sh- Sherlock is, is a rogue. Yeah, and the perception skill of Watson is uh, proficient in perception and has a plus three. And that gains him a passive perception of 13. Yeah. Sherlock is better. Sherlock, did he get some boost from the feet which chose? Yes, that's correct. So he gains so a five I... from the feet and he has a nine in perception because he has proficiency and expertise in it. And his wisdom so it, is already at 20, so plus 5. Is it possible that it's more than 20? It is. Wow. It's 24. 24 in passive perception. 24 passive perception with a 60-foot so. dark vision. So nothing can g- get past Sherlock Holmes. He, he is quite difficult to surprise, and he's quite perceptive. Uh, and, and he gets a plus 5 in... He, he's really skilled. At, well, detecting. And that's that's what we tried to do. And he's absurdly good. I think we have captured uh, these two characters quite well. They're the same level, but Sherlock is by far superior. Yes. And as a weapon, he but... would have uh, a melee weapon, because that's how he fights. Yeah, great a... Yeah, given a, f- him. a finesse weapon. And he's not really good. It's a plus four to hit. Yeah, but he's... Plus two damage. Fighting is not what his main priorities are. No, and Watson gave a trusted service crossbow, yeah. hand crossbow. He's a bit better at hitting. Yeah, so none of them are really great in a hand-to-hand combat situation no. because of their low HP and effective weapons, But could say. Sherlock will, of course, then be boosted and become even better with the help of Watson because Watson can give him inspiration the bardic inspiration the bardic inspiration he can bless him he can guide him with guidance guidance so he, he can, can give add, him resistance guidance will add one d4 extra ability to an ability check yeah. which can be perception and he can do quite a lot of interesting things to help boost Sherlock yeah and Sherlock has true strike as his cantrip so he can gain advantage when he's uh, yes. fighting so Sherlock is the main character here and Watson is m- the sidekick, quite clearly. Yeah, and with the inquisitive archetype for uh, Sherlock, he really, really, really is a Sherlock character. Yes, he is Sherlock, I feel. Yeah, so we managed to get them both down to level 4, or Sherlock down to level 4 and Watson up to level 4. Yeah. They have their strengths quite clearly, and their weaknesses are also quite clear. It's the physical part. Yes. You can find us wherever you download your podcasts. Yes. iTunes, Stitcher. And please leave a review. A positive review. Give us some stars, as high as possible, of course. And you can also send us an email. Yeah, if you have anything you're wondering about or suggestions to which character we're going to tackle next, send us an email at batmanisawhat at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at batman underscore what. Or post it in the Facebook group. We have quite a lot of characters already, but we are always willing to put in your suggestions. Yeah, tell your friends if you know any friends that you might think would enjoy this podcast. And you can also follow us on the Podbin homepage, if you'd like. Batman is a what? And, of course, Batman is an inquisitive rogue. Because... He is based on Sherlock.